Hi, welcome to the Eternity Archives, an actual play podcast where we take on the role of archivists, working for an interdimensional library that catalogs and protects the fabric of reality. As archivists, we are tasked with journeying out into the realms, taking on characteristics of people from that reality, and remedying whatever issues may be causing a disturbance in the dimension. Every arc, we will be playing a different RPG, maybe even returning to systems we like later on, but this is a fun way for us as players and you as listeners to explore and learn about different tabletop systems. We'll discuss the rules, create sheets for our characters, and play a short campaign to get a feel for the game. Afterwards, we'll do a bit of discussion. We'll talk about what we liked and didn't like, and what we'd know to do better next time. My name is Babby, and I am playing Riddle de Drakel. They are a tiefling nerd baby. I'm Ziva, and I am playing Linda, the lovable human office lady. And I'm Dorka. I play Zen, the barbarian lizard princess. Let's get down to some actual playing. Are y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah, let's go, boys. This, this is the Eternity Archives. Orem's armies marched upon the world. People from all over, different planets, different realms, joined the fight to stop the corrupted from taking the forgotten realms. Gods, demons, celestials, all joined forces, helping to stop the spread of the far realms. But it was too much, it was too strong. And now our heroes, our brave five heroes are barely holding the line. Join us at BaldaTheSevenDice.com so that this tale will not be forgotten. So we will know how to hold back the creatures of the Far Realms before it's too late. Variables, I know you have a problem. You're sitting there thinking, Dennis... I want to test systems, just like you do on Control Group. But it's hard finding a game online. You could dig through forums or Discord servers, but that doesn't mean you'll always find the game. Game stores don't usually work because they're filled with fucking gatekeepers, and scheduling is impossible. Plus, even if you find a GM, they might only want to play D&D. What if I want to play something else? What if I told you there was a way that I could help you? Stop listening to our- no, you can keep on listening to our podcast, please, but you can stop in the current moment of your life listening to our podcast and start playing. <laughs> That's right, we've partnered with startplaying.games, where you can join thousands of games that already exist. You can search by system, virtual tabletop, and your schedule. The cool thing about this and our partnership is that we are pretty much pitching, go play Evil Hat production games, go play Monster of the Week, go play Thirsty Sword Lesbians, go play Blades in the Dark so you can live out your fantasy of being in the Lake Mary Mythos or on the All Sea itself. Scheduling is easy, you just search for the times that work for you. It's so easy you guys can join the website and start playing a game that same day. They're making it easy to find Monster of the Week one-shots you can play in, Thirsty Sword lesbian campaigns you can be camping. Start Playing handles all the payment processing, keeping everything safe and secure. You can even find verified reviews on Game Masters. This helps players find the right GM for their playstyle. And you know who just signed up to be a Game Master? And you know who else posted on our Twitter with a free link where you get a $10 credit to join in a game? And when you spend that $10 credit, we, Control Group, get $10 as well? Well, that's just people helping people. And you know that's what we're all about here at Control Group. So go get started today at startplaying.games. Go check our Twitter at ctrlgrouppod for that link where you can get referred by us and you can help us help you start playing. Editor's note, if you miss these moments, go back through Teen Titans Academy. Do you guys know coming soon, later today, in fact, it's the beginning of Parents Weekend <gasps> here at Titans Academy. You guys got information about the Synthonium being moved to a halfway house uh, since you guys were able to distract the plans of Red X, who is moving the Synthonium for Hive. They weren't able to get the entire shipment 
to Hive headquarters, but you know where Red X is currently storing them until they can take them to Hive headquarters. Well, the door's open. Let's go in, then. As a t- yeah, let's just walk in as five. It's only one bad guy. How bad can it possibly be? <laughs> yes. If there is anything that I've learned in my travels, it is as soon as someone says that, then it is confirmed. Things will go well. <laughs> we are in agreement, sir. We do it yes. together. Okay. As Red X drops from the squatting position onto just sitting on the crates and they're hanging their little legs over the crates ployingly at all of you. You know, you're all extremely tenacious. You're all fighters until the end, so I just want to see if you're willing to fight for your life. I know people fight best when they're afraid. So, borrowed something from a friend of mine. You guys all start to remark upon that low fog that's been in this warehouse this entire time. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Went ahead and mixed it with some radon so it would work on some of our new Genesis fellows. <laughs> As you guys are now under the thrall of fear toxin. I knew it. you hear a gunshot you get hit by a bullet kind of in your shoulder blade as the clinking of kevlar boots kind of step along and through the darkness you see someone as you look up put their hand on your sister and you look up to remark slade wilson the deathstroke she doesn't have to explain anything kid oh my god yeah i think that's pretty (laughs) traumatic You head over, and you're able to quickly disarm the self-destruction device. And as you do, at the end of this self-destruction device, a little thin slot opens up, and a micro-USB chip pops out. I'm pocketing that. (laughs) Yeah, you'll need it for later, I'm sure. You know, for a long time... I grappled with wanting to leave this world. After my dad, all this hatred I had inside of me. I should have thought better of all of this. I was lashing out at the wrong people. Winter, you, I should have helped protect you from the cruelty of this world. But my hatred is a gun, and I'm not gonna let anyone point it in any direction that I don't choose fit. Leandra quickly lights another arc of her green flame, draws back the bow, and lets an arrow loose, and out of instinct, as close as it is, Tandarus, you flinch away, but the panel comes back to you, untouched, as you feel the restraints behind you let loose, as Slade Wilson falls to the ground. everyone to our playtest of Brawl by Carl Klobe. This is Teen Titans Academy. I am your narrator, Dennis Veray, and with me, I've got some heroes and their players. Hi, I'm Marcus, and I'm playing Prince Tenderus of Tamara, and that's not his voice. I always do that. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm Sarah, and I'm playing Winter Gordon Grayson, aka Kestrel. I'm Logan, and I'm playing Ben Free, Kid Miracle. I'm Nick, and I'm playing Levi D, or Hellhound. All right, so we come back. Media res, we're still in the abandoned warehouse. Uh, The panel opens on Winter, Levi, and Benjamin slamming open double doors to find themselves in the same room as Tandris and Leandra. So what did did Leandra do to Slade? Leandra shot Slade. Damn. Yes. (laughs) Is he dead? 
I don't fucking. Maybe this is plot. <laughs> like, is he literally like, can we see him laying on the ground dead right now? Hey, can you say the words? My character looks around. So my, so, hey, Dennis. So this is Marcus. Yeah. Not, so yeah. Okay. All right. I, yeah, if, I'm breaking if, away too. Uh, yeah. Wait. Let me step away from the table real quick. So, okay. So if Tan looks around. Uh huh. Yeah. Do I see? Do I still see? Snow? Oh my gosh. Like, like theoretically, or <laughs> no? Actually, you don't. But I mean, your character wouldn't know that since it's it's Dennis talking to Marcus right now. Oh. <laughs> Levi's gonna look between <laughs> Landra and Tandarus, then try to survey what is happening in this situation. <laughs> this is confusing. Levi, you just see this extremely tense standoff where Tandarus is breathing really hard, and so is Leandra. She's still in her like archer's stance, despite the firebolt disappearing there's the smell of but, gun smoke <laughs> yeah there's the, there's the smell that like very you've grown used to the smell of when like leandra hits a target so you you know that firebolt smell and <laughs> her hands are still smoking like it's a loaded gun nice and you see them just standing there and then no one else is in this in this dark corridor and leandra still has her uh slade style outfit right yes okay I was knocked out twice, once by Benjamin and <laughs> once by fucking Deathstroke the Terminator. So I am, I'm going to like slowly like limp toward the others and say, it would appear our mission is concluded. Let us all return. Winter's going to kind of help Tandarus up and kind of support him. The only thing apparent to me is that Tandarus has once again challenged one of our teammates to a, a, a mortal brawl. <laughs> What what even happened here? Leandra, what's going on? Leandra, our leader, was victorious, conquering the traitor Tandarus. But what about Red X? Did I imagine that? Was that part of the dream, or was that real? Red X used a toxin from one of the Gotham villains. It's supposed to amplify your worst fears and make you hallucinate them. Hmm. Mm. So that's why I went to hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there were a thousand demons in my way. <laughs> Did you guys also see hell? <laughs> no, but and now Winter's gonna register the Slade's Apprentice outfit. Leandro, what what happened? Did you try to bring us to Slade? I like wasn't initially it's no, it's not like that. I was trying I was trying to bring you guys out of Titan's Academy. Slade was just a means to an end. Why? I mean, look at us. Look at all we've been through, and where the fuck are our parents? We're going through all of this, all of this bullshit, and I don't feel any closer to any of you, and I'm blood-related to one of you. Look at me and tell me that the Academy is a good idea. Does anyone know Watts' real name? Who is Watts? I do not understand. So you truly allied with him? I thought it was some sort of ruse, so that you could take him out at the most opportune moment. Not everything is just heroes and villains. It's not just all black and white, Tandris. Clearly you are right. There must be some part of this that I am missing. Let us return to the tower and see if we can put all these clues together at some other location. I am in need of serious medical attention. We found the Xenthonium. No use letting it lay here. We can transport it back as well. What was that, Ben? It sounds like you're mumbling. As you head back into the main storeroom floor of the warehouse where the Xenthonium is, I believe one of our characters has a special move that they'd really like to use to get rid of the Synthonium. Oh, is that me? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. it's you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to do this forever. <laughs> okay. Oh, now that the moment presents itself, I'm, I'm a little shy. Uh, okay. <laughs> it would appear that we need the Xenthonium to be collected as a part of our mission parameters. Yet, we seem somewhat dubious about trusting members of the Teen Titans Academy and our relation to it. Therefore, I offer a third solution. You guys are going to have to trust me. Do you trust me? <laughs> that depends. What are we trusting you yes. on? I can't tell you. <laughs> the Synthonium will be safe. It will be under the care of friends of mine. 
You have friends? There will be no one else in the mortal realm who will be able to access it. Well, from what I have read of Azeroth and other known facts of this, this mystical properties, it would appear they do originate from demons of another realm in other ways as well. You speak of the false demons. <laughs> There's only one true demon. He's my father. <laughs> Magic is beyond me, so can't really... Perfect, you can't argue. Levi <laughs> uh, uh, will uh, sort of wave them off. <laughs> Winter's gonna haul Tandris to the car we came in. The team kind of disperses out of the way. And do you have to roll anything for National Icon, Nick? No, it, it literally just says call on the <laughs> Perfect. But, it, but it's literally for resolving a, a situation. It's not for action. Yeah. Yes, we are in the resolve phase of combat still. <laughs> so as you all kind of stick around to watch what the fuck is about to happen, as Levi steps up to the big pile of Xenthonium. I want to like, like open my like neck piece, you know, like, like... Mm-hmm. Like Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> you pop a couple of buttons out of your, your school uniform. Yeah. As you begin performing the magic, your pendant starts floating in the air as there is this mystical dark aura that surrounds Levi. You all watch as this circle, a massive circle, the size of the Synthonium opens up on the floor. You watch as this like black fire or ooze rips open from this hole as you watch souls souls of the damned start jettisoning out of this black fire screaming wailing groaning as they kind of slop on to all of the xenthonium it is not a pretty sight (laughs) as (laughs) i want to grab one you do you know who I am? Prince <laughs> Yes, you must tell my father that the way is prepared, but it shall be my way. He need not worry. Okie dokie. <laughs> Thank you, Sol. What is your what was your name? <laughs> Devin. Gavin <laughs> it was a recently claimed soul. <laughs> Gavin. <laughs> You shall have your name returned to you. <laughs> oh, nice. I'll see to it. Uh, <laughs> you purify his soul. <laughs> as he screams in agony as he's sent to heaven. <laughs> no, he needs to go talk to my father first. <laughs> then I'll relieve his soul. He's a messenger, goddammit. He, now he remembers his, his entire life in SoCal. <laughs> surfing. Ten hours a day. <laughs> Can we smash cut together? <laughs> yeah, we go to heaven. <laughs> As Gavin stands there, he's like <laughs> he's six foot tall. He's shredded. He's tan. He's got he's got a middle part for his shaggy blonde hair. As he looks around, he's like, "All right, dude, this is this is awesome. I can't believe I committed war crimes in real life and then finally got absolved <laughs> thanks to that little devil kid." <laughs> He needs to talk to my father first. I'm going to go up there and fucking take him. <laughs> Levi quickly ascends to heaven through physical projection. Where do you think you're going? <laughs> right before Gavin can step through the pearly gates, <laughs> is damned back to hell. You have yet to complete your mission, Gavin. This is why you were born. To send this message to Lucifer. <laughs> the angels are like, oh, Gavin, was- oh, he's gone. <laughs> Who the hell was that? <laughs> Okay. Yes, he's back in his spectral form as the souls begin bringing the Synthonium down into hell. Where it should be kept safe. <laughs> Where it should be kept safe. <laughs> they have no use for Synthonium in hell. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. As Gavin <laughs> reports back to you. So... Just the Synthodium, right? Because yes. that's all there is over there. And the message to Lucifer. <laughs> and the message to Lucifer. But wait! <laughs> Red X's body was supposed to be with the Synthodium, right, Dennis? Exactly, Nick. Thank you for remembering. <laughs> wow. Oh, so good catch. 
So, it's just the Zanthonian. And that means that somebody took it. Probably slave. But I don't know if I, my character knows that. Because I, 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 I'm very confused as to what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you've done work, my brethren. I shall call on you if I ever need aid again. Thank you, my liege. Scaven <laughs> drips into the hole as the portal closes. <laughs> I, I rejoin the group. <laughs> Closing the door dramatically behind that was fucked. That was fucked up. <laughs> Were you guys looking? I specifically said that I would handle it. We, we tried not to. We were just curious, honestly. Oh, you humans. You humans and your morbid curiosity. I suppose it's only natural. Also, may or may not be a problem, but... What? Wait, what's the problem? I believe that our, our deceased enemy, the robot form, uh, is missing from the Zithonian pile. What? Yeah, it wasn't there. I don't, I don't know if we needed that or not. But it was just a dumb robot. Nothing as complex as a human soul. Perhaps it was teleported away, or self-destructed, or something like that. Who knows? Pretty sure we would have seen it self-destruct. Nothing should have destructed. I deactivated the bomb attached to it. Mm. Who would want a robot corpse? Perhaps the maker of the robot. Mm. That's what I was thinking. Do we... Do we have any... Did anyone garner any clues as to the leader of Hive or anything? Winter's gonna pull the microchip out of her utility belt. Red X have this attached to him. I was thinking we'd inspect it when we got back to a larger computer. I haven't done, like, any tech stuff. You want to do some tech stuff? <laughs> yeah, so I'll say, even though we're both really good at hacking. Yeah, but you, you do this. I'll, I'll, I'll play support. <laughs> I believe if you if you press it into my reticle, I believe I can search to find what information I can find as to its source or even what is on it. Okay, you'll let us know if anything goes bad, right? And as soon as I plug it in, I think I pass out from, like, blood loss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> We should have taken him back to the academy first. Yeah, as you all are like surrounding the car, uh, you jiggle the door handle and the doors lock, and then you go to look at Leandra, who has the keys for the T car, as she's like just staring back at the abandoned warehouse. Leandra? She turns that around really fast and seems surprised by your call out. Um, yeah, sorry, we need to help Tandris. She unlocks the doors. And you guys drive on back to Titan's Tower. Tantrum fast now. I'm still half human, so I could like be beat up and shit. I think, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You were also shot, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is Tantrum like, still in the front? Because that's like, bullshit. The back. Oh no, Ben's been on the back. Try to get him front. Oh yeah. Hey, this Unless... is this is the new and improved Ben. He'll leave the front seat for the. Shot past out dying person. <laughs> Unless Leander does not want to sit next to the shot passed out dying person. <laughs> As you guys rearrange in the seats, Ben in his large frame is now in the bitch seat. Damn. He's in Winter's old seat. <laughs> Winter gets her own seat, but they also recline Tanders' chair in the front and back onto Winter, <laughs> so you do not get the space you should be allotted. Uh, Levi's gonna turn to, to, uh, to Ben. Mm-hmm. If Tangerus dies, who do you think will judge them? Your father or mine? Really morbid, Levi. Just worth considering. Either of us could help in the, in in each, either instance. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> we could put in a good word. <laughs> Does your false god? judge souls <laughs> do, do we new gods judge souls i don't think we do <laughs> no the source wall does okay. all that for you wait so you're telling me it's just a wall <laughs> <laughs> yes and no <laughs> let me spin you a tale <laughs> you spend the entire ride back learning about the fucking source wall <laughs> Hell <yeah>. your brain <laughs> explodes <laughs> As you make your way back to Titan's Tower, it is still the same day so as Parents Weekend. Oh my gosh, it's still Parents Weekend! God damn it. Ah. Joker's still in the bush. 
<laughs> As you guys get back, you notice that there's a there's an interesting vibe around Titan's Tower. Like none of the events are going on outside but you do notice as you're helping a tandrus through the halls towards the infirmary that things are bumping in the corridors and hallways like people are partying they're having fun and there doesn't seem to be a single parent around okay it seems like everyone's let loose a bit (laughs) (laughs) it's usually so uptight (laughs) nobody's giving in to any vices yeah, and it kind of is. Like, it, uh, Titans Academy has been up its own ass for trying to prepare the Titans, so it is extremely academic, and you guys are the goofiest lot that is here. Everyone's so concerned with whether or not they're being heroic enough, they forget to see if they're human. Uh, when they get back in, Winter's gonna use the hand she isn't using to prop up Tandris to check her phone to see if she's gotten any texts from her parents. Ooh, uh... No! (laughs) Now Winter is concerned! As you guys continue through towards the infirmary, you see that, unfortunately, your way to the infirmary is being blocked by a big game of hallway football that's taking place. Is it... is it state? (laughs) (laughs) No, but it is a celebration about the recently won state. Oh, okay. Babe, you weren't there. They wouldn't stay without you. I, I was grounded. I couldn't have played state. <laughs> but oh, but with that, Winter's gonna have a Winter's gonna have a plan, because since last session, Winter's gotten a little more confident. Nice. Yeah. Ben, is that your team partying without you? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Think you can take us from the fifty-yard line to the end zone? Can do. <laughs> Explain what the fuck you're about to do to me, Logan. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I think with that, uh, he's gonna get like uh, Tanders, kind of like, kind of like wrap him around his like neck and shoulder. Oh, fireman Terry. Yeah, but well, well, no, like just kind of like have get it all to like kind of wrap him, like yeah. so he's hanging off his like neck and shoulders and all that. <laughs> And he's going to to yell out uh, 32, 47, 5, hut, hut, hike! (laughs) (laughs) To the partying (laughs) players and just start running. (laughs) Alright, this will be a stunt. Go ahead and roll plus. Cool for me. Hell yeah. Wait, how does stealing the spotlight work? (laughs) I got a 10. I'm being cool. (laughs) Oh, never mind. You didn't need any glory from me at all. (laughs) As you plow through this active game of, like, three-on-three football, they don't expect you to come in because, like, no one expects to be hit while they're playing a game (laughs) from an outsider. (laughs) So you, like... (laughs) I I announced myself and everything. (laughs) (laughs) You blindside the three people who are on defense. You wreck through the wide receivers of the offensive team. And right before you plow through Simon Grundy, who's about to toss the pigskin, he's like, oh, hey, Ben! As you (laughs) knock him the fuck out of the way, he banks off of the wall of the corridor, leaves a huge dent in this fucking titanium wall. This this is why you need me! As he keeps running. (laughs) As you run through straight to the infirmary, and oh. you uh, you put Tanders down and <laughs> hook him up to all the necessary equipment. It's pretty easy. It's all been renovated by Cyborg, so it's just quick tech placements. It's like a fucking back to tank. Yeah. As you uh, put him in there. And do you just stay in the infirmary? In like a half-conscious state, I'm just saying, like, fine, Ben, as you go to deal with Tanneris's request, you are met at the doorway with an upset Simon Grundy. Who would have thought? Oh, Simon. Hello there. As if nothing had happened. <laughs> oh, what's up, Ben? Quick question. What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, well, while this is going on, uh, you know that La Symphonium found it. 
Uh, you know who got hurt during that that skirmish? Tanders. You know who got them to the infirmary? Me. Have <laughs> <laughs> you roll plus banter? <laughs> so good. Uh, what do you want me to roll with that? Uh, roll plus normal or cool. Normal or cool. I just want the variables to consider that Teen Titans Tower would have looked better as a cursive T. I got a a, a 13 on that. <laughs> All right. You get a rivalry with Simon Grundy. Oh, yeah. As he's like still rubbing his head, you watch as his upset visage just kind of melts away. You know, it's, it's pretty good initiative, my dude. Um... I'm surprised you guys went out on a mission tonight. Like, fucking risky on parents' weekend. There's like, you could have gotten so oh, much you, trouble. You know, that's how we roll, though, as he's going to go into the, to the football handshake that the team has developed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do an extremely long dab-up. Mm-hmm. Oh, dab me up. <laughs> and at the, at the end of it, Simon continues clarifying. Yeah, man, all of the parents, like, disappeared they like went into a meeting and they're like oh, you guys do whatever you want so we've just been vibing the fuck out did they say where they were where they were going oh there's like one of the conference rooms on like the 50th floor or whatever um they like made it very clear like no students around all right well thanks thanks to the word with that hey do you want to do you want to join our pickup game of hallway football you did concuss well <laughs> so like i need someone else well let, let me find tander's aunt and then i'll be right back down here okay oh um yeah his fucking azara yeah she's up in the meeting too okay. so i don't i don't know if you're fully gonna be able to get to her but like I mean, you can oh, try. Oh, we'll try. We'll try. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As you head off, our panel switches over to Levi, who did not come on the infirmary mission. Levi, as you're heading throughout the tower, you do pick up wind of the same information that Ben just got, that all of the adults are in a meeting on the 50th floor, and the... You start heading through the hallway, through the floor you're currently on after learning that information, and you have your heart set on heading to the 50th floor when you notice that... Dude, it's all I want in the world. (laughs) When you notice that you're in Alpha Squad's hallway, and you notice that the door to Alpha Squad's dorm is open. It's just uncharacteristic. I don't know how to describe Levi's walking sidle <laughs> <laughs> over to the door. You you mosey on up to the door. I just want to peek in like creepy. Like that's the only way I know how to peek. <laughs> Is if it's scary. <laughs> it's, a, it's the Tom and Jerry kind of like. <laughs> it's like the yes, Tom exactly. sliding out of the door. <laughs> It shows the open doorway from the perspective of inside the room, so it's just like a blank whiteness out into the hallway. And then you expect Levi to pop into frame as he like scooby doos his head in, but you've been walking on the ceiling, so you come in at a different <laughs> angle than is what is expected. <laughs> as it jump scares the reader. Fuck yeah. That image is meme worthy. <laughs> you peek in. And you notice that, like, most of the lights are off and everything, but you do hear a very uh, familiar voice. You can kind of hear the mumble and cadence of Zill somewhere in the dorm. See, the problem here is that I think, I don't know if Levi's learned enough about, like, humanity and customs to, like, think that this this would be, like, a wrong situation. <laughs> mm-hmm, so, exactly. <laughs> so I think he's just gonna walk right in. <laughs> <laughs> You head right in, and you just walk straight up to Zill's door. And that is closed, but you can clearly hear her on the other side as you, like, use your powers to crack open the sliding door just a little bit. You peer in, and you can see that Zill is on her phone. She's having a therapy appointment with Grandma Dewey. Therapy appointment? I I just don't know if I made the, the right move. You know, my dad and ma certainly don't trust him. But for some reason, I do. And it's just, I, I want to be able to tell them. I tell them everything. It's just, everything is such a big deal to my parents, you know? They're dealing with a world of magical threats day in and day out. It's always 
the end of the world to them. Every problem is the end of the world to them. And I would just hate to be another one of their problems. Scramadooey retorts back, Oh, child, you're definitely not a burden to your parents. And you can't choose who you fall for. So what, you were in charge? You were in charge of babysitting a little demon boy? And you fell in love with him? Tale as old as time. Sugar? Been there, done that. <laughs> Levi's like gonna like realize even though he's lost some of his powers, I think he's still like retains some humanity. <laughs> I think he's gonna realize he probably shouldn't be listening to this conversation. <laughs> yeah, your your powers are a little bit weird since your fear hallucination. Yes. So so I'm I'm gonna activate my my <laughs> mermaiding power of Sloth, just time slow. I don't know, like, time in a bottle real quick. Uh, <laughs> want to, like, slow time, and then rearrange everything in Zill's room. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You only have one power left, and it's to stop time? It's to slow time. Holy shit. Yeah, you're good. You're set. I want to rearrange everything in Zill's room, so it's, like, chaotically destroyed, but, it like, it, she'll know that it's, like, a cute thing. <laughs> uh, not a ghost. <laughs> you know what's cute? Property damage. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have you roll plus banter to see if she'll find this cute. So you can go ahead and roll plus normal, funny enough. Alright. <laughs> uh, I got an 11. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Alright, you get plus one rivalry with, with Zill. Hell yeah. Okay, plus two right <laughs> She looks around surprised. She closes the Grandma Dewey app. And then she smiles at her doorway. Now, <laughs> what in the bloody hell happened to you? I couldn't even sense you. Get in here, Levi! I didn't want to intrude, but I did want to see you. Wanted to see you too. She smiles and pats the spot on her bed next to her, motioning for you to come sit by her. <laughs> no, but when, when a girl pats the bed next to her. <laughs> That's a good move. That's a good move. Okay, Levi will sit down as the rest of the room settles, uh, as everything is rearranged. <laughs> I uh, saw my family. And did they leave you? As she reaches into your still unbuttoned school uniform and pulls out your pendant, where we see the same crystalline pendant with only one black spirit within it kind of bouncing around in the confines. Uh, technically, the, the, the sloth color is yellow, as I've written down. Uh, <laughs> the yellow. <laughs> yellow spirit. The crystal, The crystal like, changes the perception because light goes through it a different way and it also has different magical properties. It's not an inking problem, you know? It's not... Jim Lee wouldn't fuck this up, alright? control freak, like, talking to the reader below the panel. Yes. And no, but it was hard having gone so long without their presence to suddenly feel it again. Um, I suppose it's not uncommon for people, if I can call myself a people, to have to wish their parents were different people. <laughs> she nods because she does understand the sentiment. I will say, out of like all of the kids here, Zill probably has the closest relationship to their parents and doesn't have all the baggage that you do. Other than, like, her parents are super busy and, like, always fighting magical threats because Justice League Dark is all there is against magical threats in the universe. <laughs> she knows what Constantine has done, though. <laughs> He's a great dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he really shaped up. I suppose that's why I was trying to find Constantine. Oh, all the parents went up to a meeting. I, I tried to listen in and they've got magic dampeners meta dampeners that's it's a hard one to sneak in on why would they need such secrecy should they not share their feelings with their children you know i think a lot of things would be better if parents shared more with their children especially these children burdened with such glorious purpose yeah it's a lot on our shoulders isn't it i still don't quite understand what the difference is between these heroes and these villains they all just want something. The, the only difference is 
they have the will to do it or not. You are kind of like staring into the middle distance during this panel, and it's a repeat of the panel without your speech bubble. And then from outside of the panel, Zill's hand comes as she lays like a very gentle fingertip <laughs> on the bottom of your jaw. Yes, please. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then pulls your head so you're looking at her. Are you telling me you have want for nothing, Levi? You come to the social awareness, they're like, man, you're alone in this very hot chick's destroyed room thanks to you. Oh my god. Uh, gee, I, I don't... I, does Levi have these sort of feelings? I, I think he does. Uh, <laughs> well, he had lust powers. Yeah, so but he, he doesn't probably... have it anymore. Oh no! <laughs> he knows the sensation. Well, I, but... I feel like he understands lust more than love, though, right? I mean, like, demons know what lust is pretty well. Yeah, it did have lust for a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could we could fucking cut away from a from a kiss. Levi's <laughs> gonna go in for it. I go in for the kiss. My lips lock, and then you see the flash of the yellow, the the sloth power, so that it, so it's time slows, so that it lasts even longer. <laughs> it's time slows. Uh... Roll plus. <laughs> What's your highest stat? Pluck. <laughs> yep, roll plus pluck for me. Sweet. I was going to say pluck. Nine. Ten. Ten. <laughs> ten. Hell yes. As the kiss takes place with a ten, there is like an angelic white light in the back of the panel, and you think like, oh, it's because they're kissing. But then both of you start levitating, and we watch as Zill gets pushed away by a magical force and like slams back down on her bed and as she looks up you are T-posing in the middle of her room floating in the air as this rainbow of colors begins swirling around your body these little orbs these little spirits as they all culminate and fly back into your what the fuck <laughs> as the, the the pendant turns and an opaque black again only the power of love could save the antichrist as you, you flop back down on the bed, we turn the page. We're back in the infirmary as Tandarus. Are you conscious right now? Yes. I think maybe I wake. What if you said no? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm dead. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you just fucking come back. They're dead. As you, you were probably like resting. And there's, like, the panel of you opening your eyes as you feel a sensation around your hand as you wake up, and Leandra is, like, holding one of your hands. Where is my aunt? Ajara is upstairs. All of our parents are having a meeting about something of grave importance. Where is Sister Winter? I don't know. I thought she'd be right in here with you. As you, uh... Feel your hand being raised. You see that she was holding your hand, but she was also fiddling around with your reticles. She pops out the micro SD card that you got from Red X and like holds it up and is like, you're in no state to deal with this. I was going to go ahead and give it to Winter and that one nerd boy (laughs) that she fawns after. I understand. That is a good plan. Let us find many clues as we can about the ensuing case. That is definitely our priority at this moment. It'll keep us busy, she nods. And there's a couple of silent panels. She looks back down at you. You know I didn't kill him, right? I I have been awfully foolish. I've traveled to Earth, and yet I've forgotten this entire time that I am half Earth, or not even. I'm half human. Keep saying the wrong words. I, I feel so out of touch here. Sister Leandra, I wonder if this superhero culture that is on Earth is not so equivalent to my training as a soldier that I had on my planet. I wonder if it is not for me. In fact, it is likely that I should return to my planet as soon as possible. If I were to do so, would you come with me? She grips your hand and then kind of sits down on the gurney that you're upon next to you as she looks you in the eyes. 
you know, I used to think a lot of the same way you did. Oh my god, you will not believe. After I abdicated the throne on Tamaran and came to Earth, I had the same speech impediment mom has where you put the in front of every noun, and it was so embarrassing. It's probably why I affected my voice so much to the Terran Valley girl aesthetic, honestly. I may have been led astray by Slade, but I don't think he was totally wrong. I don't think Titan's Academy as it is, is for us, but I know Earth is, and I want you to make it as much of a home as Tamron was, so please, will you stay for me? Yes, yes, that is, that is certainly the correct next step for me to take. Ceciliandra, I wonder if you will do me one more favor. Anything, Tandris? Will you speak to Winter for me? She is not your sister, but she is mine. I believe we are all connected. It was our faith for all of us to be here, and our mothers, our fathers, they were all a family. Would you speak to Sister Winter and tell her how you feel, find out how we can all work together as the correct team that we deserve to be? She smiles and nods, and in the next panel she lifts up the microchip you got from Red X. What kind of leader would I be if I wasn't already planning on it? She palms it into her hand. She leans over and does the Tamaranian nose kiss, as is custom on Tamarin. (laughs) And then heads off as we turn the page. Little white text pops up that goes, 10 minutes ago, as... (laughs) Winter, you're heading through. You're like right behind Benjamin and his charge towards the infirmary. And just before you head in, it's another panel of the perspective from inside the room as Winter is like heading into the doorway. And then an arm comes from off panel and rips you out of the doorway. (laughs) You look at your aggressor and you're standing in front of Slate. Hi! Hi, Slate. Hey, come on, I really need your help with this. Yeah, sure. As he leads you along, guides you by your hand, um, he won't stop holding your hand as he leads you through all the- Winter's (laughs) blushing a lot of it. All the party antics that are happening in the hallway. You get into the elevator, and it's a long ride up, and it takes a while in the elevator for him to realize he's holding your hand. And then there's like a panel of him looking down. And then he like <laughs> shrieks and pulls it away. I'm so sorry. I was just, there was a lot of things going on. It was a lot of sensory overload for me, to be honest. It's okay. It's, it's okay. No, nothing to worry about. He nods at you. As you guys head up to the 50th floor, you eventually come around one of the conference rooms. That is, it has this double door action going on completely closed and sealed from the way out there's like a red light on the outside that is giving you the indication that the room is in use as you see slate has like opened up a side panel alongside of the room and is currently trying to hack into it as you head over to the panel, you realize the encryption setup and how the code to get into the room was meant for two people to hack at the same oh, time. Oh yeah, tag team! <laughs> Are we doing double keypad, keypad typing? He needs, he needs a player yeah. too! I will be player too! <laughs> One hacker's on WASD, the other hacker's on arrow yeah. keys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my dad thought it would be smart and like set up a double person encryption because you, you know you'd have to have two people as good as you to hack but luckily I found that person <laughs> yeah as I'm gonna go ahead and have you roll plus pluck for me <laughs> just so long as it wasn't cool winter is <laughs> confident now but she's still very not cool <laughs> okay all right that's gonna be an eight. Alright, with an eight, both you and Slate work together. You are kind of in awe of Slate's abilities as he is able to outclass yeah. you a little bit. It's It's been a day. You weren't the tech bat, kid, so it doesn't matter. Do I look matter. like Tim? You know? Yeah, exactly. You still, you're still up there when it comes to tech people. 
well, maybe the reason you weren't doing so well, because you were supposed to be focusing on the code and you kept on stealing glances away at Slate. Who am I I mean, look, our, uh, our pinkies just barely <laughs> touched on the space key and it threw me off. <laughs> As you guys hack in, you're able to a little LCD display off to the side pops open as Slate hacks into the audio. You can see that it looks like a fucking Justice League meeting, essentially, happening as all of the adults of the Titans are in the room discussing what seems to be battle plans. You uh, look around as it seems like they're kind of towards the tail end of their meeting. You see displays and graphs up in their meeting room depicting that... I was gonna ask if I could zoom and enhance! <laughs> yeah, you zoom in and enhance on those graphs. And you see that for the past couple of years, there have been none of something on a graph that is labeled Omega Waves. But as of the past couple of days, those Omega Waves spiked. As you kind of zoom the, or you pan the camera over to see a very blatant display they have up of Darkseid. Darkseid? Oh, yeah, I mean, our parents have been looking for him ever since the Dark Side Wars. I mean, if he's popping up out of the world work now, I could see why they're all in arms about it. But I don't understand. Why wouldn't they tell us? I mean, we have students here, like, there's a new god on my team. Yeah, as, like, Slade is, like, listening to you, and he continues on. I get that, but, like, Dark Side's on the search for the anti-life equation. That's not... Something I really want to fuck around with, you know? Like, AGDQ just started, I want to, like, watch that. <laughs> Winter is conflicted, because she's got bat morals. <laughs> Winter, do you think you could fight Darkseid? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's heard the stories of Grandpa Bruce and Great Uncle Clark. <laughs> As you're staring at Slate, you can hear a more clear voice through the meeting as Nightwing is speaking up. So that's final. We can leave Earth in the hands of residual JLA members and the Titans here. And all of us are going to go check out New Apocalypse and we're going to take down Darkseid. What the fuck? Wouldn't tell us about that? Yeah, I don't really understand the point of that. I think we should know and would notice if they disappear as you watch as the parents open up a boom tube and start heading through it. Oh, oh, no. As you guys are up in arms about that and try to hack open the doors, you hear a little clearing of a throat behind you. Um, I'm sorry, am I interrupting something? Um, Leandra, just the person we need to see. And Winter, Winter's gonna show her the footage of everybody leaving through that boom tube. What the fuck is going on? They're going to do Apocalypse. Darkseid's back. Oh, shit. Well, maybe that can work out in our favor. What do you- As she presents the microchip to you. I mean, everyone else is, like, getting up to no good with no parent supervision. So, like, why shouldn't we, uh... <laughs> Winter is conflicted. <laughs> Listen, she gets down to your level. Even puts, like, a soft hand on the side of your arm. Our parents probably would not have gone for us going after the leader of Hive in one night after we already faced Red X. So why don't we go and get this done? We need to stop worrying about what the fuck our parents want and do what's best for us as a team. Okay. Slate holds up the micro SD card. I need a player too. Oh, hell yeah. As you guys plug it into the console you're using to hack into the doors. It takes you a couple of seconds, but you guys are able to decrypt the information that's on the microSD card, and it gives you a location that has been seemingly wiped off of Jump City's map. Whoa, how did that happen? (laughs) Beneath a, like, normal-seeming structure somewhere in Jump City, there is a deep underground base where Hive must be working from. Oh my god. I think that's it. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right. Um, great job as Leandra goes in to hug you, Winter. <gasps> Winter's going to tense up a little bit, 
But then realizing that this is not going to lead to a punch in the face, she will accept it. As she's cricked up in the nape of your neck. I am sorry. So sorry for the way I've been treating you. You had nothing to do with any of that. No, and I I knew you weren't hurting. I I should have tried to meet you where you were. Maybe we can start over? You can feel her smiling into your shoulder as she backs away and nods. We can alert the team of this. I think we should maybe take a night to heal up and we'll head out somewhat early in the morning. Is Tandris okay? Yeah, he's 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 healing up. We should give him the time to rest. Actually, there's something I've been wanting to do for a long, long while now. Um, would you be okay with accompanying me on that thing? Yeah, uh, on the way up. Uh, Slate, uh, meet you on Discord later for Stardew Co-op. Hell yes. Great. We're gonna finish that community center tonight. <laughs> Mad Win- Win- Winter's gonna Winter's gonna <laughs> do it. It's a date, and leaves with Leandra. There's like a few lingering panels on Slate, and then he just has the biggest <laughs> smile in the world on the last one. <laughs> you head out with Leandra as the elevator doors open. Uh, who's on the other side? But Ben. Not Ben. Sorry, you're not, you're not Ben. I'm Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I have abilities that I can do uh, at the start of each session. Gosh. <laughs> I'm going uh-huh. to pull out one of them. Okay. As I am going to burn your romantic partner in a very public way. What? No. You, Shit. Are, you are so lucky she and Winter are besties now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Winter, Leandra, you both are here. Oh, and that guy too. Cool. Uh, I've got to find his ajar, but I've got something to say. Oh, yeah, hey, babe. As, like, Leandra starts explaining that all of the parents went through a boom tube to New Apocalypse, and then you cut her off to say <laughs> what you need to say. No, look. 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 Hey, 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 babe. Listen, and look, I want everyone <laughs> here, like, hey, everyone, everyone here, I need, need y'all to hear this. All of the parties in the hallway <laughs> stop and yeah, listen in. I've, look, I've, look, I've been a dick. I, I, I think I can say that. And look, I don't, look, <laughs> I've, I've been, I've been having these sort of, um, Ish- doubts, like sort of issues. I mean, you're mortal. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm eternal and gonna live forever. You know these <laughs> things I think about, and I just. I think. I. I. I think. I. I haven't been able to give you the attention a mortal person could, and also I did conquer, help conquer your planet, which was. I I think in retrospect not a not a cool thing to do. So, look, uh, uh, babe, I just want you to know it's look. It's not it's not you. It's me. <laughs> I, I I think I think you can can do better with a mortal who will die with you in with old age. Uh, roll plus banter. Uh, <laughs> and you're rolling plus normal. That now. sounds right. <laughs> I got a, a four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. You, right. you lose rivalry with Leandra. Obviously, she loses rivalry with you. She doesn't. She doesn't respond back. She just kind of like walks past you. She grabs Winter's <laughs> arm to pull her along in the direction as <laughs> she just leaves you. Slate like awkwardly <laughs> walks out of the elevator. <laughs> That's too glory for me. <laughs> Leandra, like, makes an aside to Winter. I honestly can't deal with that right now, so we'll just address it at another time. All uh, right. To Leandra, maybe we'll grab some ice cream on the way back. Oh my god, that would be perfect. <laughs> Two pints. What was this about? <laughs> <Two> <laughs> after, after the elevator closes, it's like, wait, was Boom Tube? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is he by himself? As or you can, can see, for not listening. He's by himself. No, his mother box yells at him. 
from his necklace, his choker, and like is like, yes, a large boot tube was opened on the fiftieth floor of Titan's Tower. Alright, uh, Ben's gonna check out too. Yeah, you you head off on your fruitless mission as you head to the 50th floor, can't get into the doors that are still locked, can't hack the equipment, and decide to call it for a night after your big day of hallucinating from fear toxin and then dumping your girlfriend yep, publicly. In a public manner, very public manner, I should say. <laughs> as we follow the tale end of this night with Leandra and Winter going on a little yep. girls night. You guys stop We're for ice computers, cream. We're hacking computers, eating pints and... of ice cream. Girl stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting on a pier that looks out over the bay where you guys can see Titan's Tower in the distance as you're finishing up ice cream. I am... Um, I haven't been able to do this. It's been an option since I was little. My mother recommended it. Your dad and mom recommended it at one point, which I think made a lot of the reason why I never did it. So I just need someone to be there for me while it happens. Okay. As you guys head deep into Jump City, there is... It is essentially... You would know of this place, Winter. There's a few around the country and over the world. It's not its not a rehab center. It is a place where metahumans whose powers are out of control, they're all Argus-owned, but they're facilities where people who can't control their meta-abilities end up getting sent to. So it's kind of like, it is almost like an orphanage at points, because like a lot of the kids that can't control their very strong meta-abilities end up getting sent there to kind of work on that and reconcile with a lot of the guilt of the destruction they may have caused from their fledgling abilities. As you head into the facility that's there for Jump City, you head in and you can see that there's like posters plastered everywhere. Um, this facility is like obviously using Grandma Dewey as a therapy service too, along with its other on-site counselors. But you accompany Leandra as she heads into the visitation room and she sits down. There's like an uh, plexiglass in between the other side of the room where the members of this like meta halfway house meet and then the glass switches from opaque to fully clear as on the other side of it for the eagle-eyed readers of titan's academy you'll be able to tell this is just like an older version of the meta that killed rory harper Shit. as there are just a bunch of silent panels, and it's fully up for the reader to surmise what happens during this talk as it goes through like a gambit of emotions shown from each character. But it ends upon one moment of a tearful Leandra putting her hand up to the glass, and that red-headed metahuman putting their hand up on the other side as Leandra stands up and then comes up to winter um, and just like she's looking at the ground tears are still falling at her face but she like reaches out for both of your hands winter will give leandra her hands she looks up with you as tears are still falling from her face she looks up at you with a smile the first you've probably ever seen winter yeah as thank you so much for uh coming with me of course and this is probably going to be the first time anyone in the comics has seen Winter's face do anything except be, except kind of have a little anxious lip wobble. She's going to smile back at Leandra. At Leandra. Oh. It's been a long night. Let's get back to the tower. Yeah. Let's get some rest. Yeah. As you both head back to Titan's Tower, that's where we'll end our session for today. No parents, the threat of dark side, but at least everybody's in a nice relationship <laughs> except for Leandra. <laughs> hey, Leandra is a new best friend. I guess is okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, we did some <laughs> Platonic love is enough. Sisterly Leandra love is enough. Friend. <laughs> you know what? Uh, actually, so uh, Winter, do you have any rivalry with Leandra? Oh, I, I think I have a bunch. Well, I can 
I have I have plus three rivalry nice. with Leandro. Well, I have an aftermath move where <laughs> I can reset it to zero. Mm-hmm. Let's, Let's go ahead do and do that. So I just have to roll plus normal, and as long as I get a seven to nine, I could reset your guys' rivalry to zero. So so basically, then if you try to use teamwork moves, they will actually work, or else otherwise you would get a negative three yes. for working with her. So yeah, take the gay dice. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yes. yeah, I don't really know. I, I guess as the mascot, this is like, I guess that's what I'm intended to do is like initiate connections between people. So yeah. You're, you're an well, this is what's bonding the two of them, really. Yeah. Uh, antagonistic mascot. <laughs> oh, it's plus normal. Thank God, it's plus normal. Okay. Yeah. Ah, cool. I got an eight. Okay, cool. Cool. Yay. All right, perfect. So both of your rivalries are reset back to zero. Awesome. All right. Go to sleep, variables. Yes, hey. that, that's everything. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Hey, Nick, can you step away from the table real quick for me? Yeah. All right. So now that we're table talking, you should remember that Red X's robotic corpse should also be there. But from that implication, it's just the Xenthonium over there now. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, oh. The body went away. Uh. Did we want? Oh. Oh. You're saying it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> oh. Okay. There we go. I was like, oh, did we want that? Yeah. Fuck the robot. All right, well, shit, yeah. Thank you for reminder, Dennis. Yep, yep. Let's uh, let's call that, and I'll just say uh, something like... Did we, Dennis? Yeah, Sarah Sarah got a microchip from Red X. Uh, As Winter goes and solos Darkseid by herself. Yes. She can do it. She beat the she beat the crap out of her self-esteem issue. She can beat Darkseid. That would be amazing. If there was like a silent scene of her like sacrificing herself, like closing the spaceship as she flies off. Oh, what are you, what are you talking about? She solos him. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.